Come join Melissa and her guests on the Chats from the Blog Cabin podcast. From North Carolina, this podcast will have you feeling like you've known these folks for years. Listen in as they chat about life, culture, current events, and more, all with a special Southern flair. Curl up with your favorite beverage and get ready to be entertained. Tune in now for a unique experience that's fun and insightful. y'all welcome back to another episode of chats in the blog cabin um today is another solo i'm gonna try and record at least one like i said before one solo episode a week just to kind of either it's something that's dealing with life that maybe you can kind of comprehend and and go if you're going through it as well or it could be something that i have noticed in some of my reading that it's a theme that keeps coming up and i feel led to speak about it Today, it's about, once again, I'm piggybacking up on the episode that I talked about being seen and being heard, um, the customer service episode, which was three episodes back. And it's got me thinking a lot. That particular episode, when I recorded it, was really something that hit hard for me. Because even in my own family, I never felt like I was seen or heard. And going forward, I realized that I wasn't making a space for other people to be seen and heard either. I've always said that I tried to learn from the mistakes that my parents made and not place those mistakes on my children. But I know I'd made mistakes as well with my girls. And a conversation I had with my oldest daughter the other day was very heartfelt. And I was like, I really hope that the mistakes that I made you guys are able to fix it so that the mistakes that you've made when you're raising children, even though there's no children on the horizon yet, that you will see it and you'll recognize the mistakes and that if your child sees the mistakes you made, they'll correct it when they go to have children. So it's, so it's not intergenerational. It's not something that passes down from generation to generation. It's something that's corrected generation to generation. And that got me thinking a lot about being seen and feeling being heard and feeling seen because like I said, I was the youngest of four girls. Um, my three older sisters were a lot bigger than I was when I was growing up. I know now why my younger daughters are like my older daughters are like that because they were built like me when I was little, um, just skin and bones basically. But being the youngest of four girls, I basically got all the hand-me-downs. So even now today, I don't like wearing anything tight fitting because I'm so used to wearing um, loose clothing. Um, So I never felt like I was really me. And with the conversation I had with Sherry Lead, um, you may remember that conversation I talked about. um, It came out that once I turned 50, it was like something about that magic number that it was like, you know what? I don't care anymore. I don't care what people think. Well, I do care what people think. But I make a conscious effort not to care. Um, sometimes I fail at it. Sometimes I'm really great at it. It just depends. But I just feel like with that whole thing, my devotional, I'm really behind on the book of Lisa Turkos. It's called, um, oh my gosh, You're Going to Make It. it 50 Morning Evening Devotions to Unbrush Your Mind, Uncomplicate Your Heart, and Experience Healing Today. And I'm barely behind on it. I'm actually, today, um, if I was doing what I was supposed to be doing every day, I would already be on, like, I don't know what 
what particular day I was on would be on. But in my book, because I try to keep up with the day just to, so that I know that it's day 17, day 18, day 19, and just kind of put the date that it's supposed to be. Um, this morning, I actually did several while I was working around my yard. I stopped and took a break because, you know, sometimes when you get older, you have to take a break when because your body starts to hurt or you need to sit down for a few minutes. Well, that's what I did. I just started and took a break. So today, I'm day 17. I told you I was behind. And it said, there are still good people in this world. And it said, Psalms 24, 3, 1. Who may ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his place? The one who has clear hands, clean hands, and a pure heart. And then she went on to say, when life gets hard, let your heart stay soft. And that hit home because a lot of times when life gets very hard for everybody, um, me included, we tend to harden our heart. We tend not to open ourselves up to new people, new friends. We feel like we're slighted. We feel like that there's just something that is missing in us, that God has forsaken us, and that we have gone so far as to just kind of just closed our heart up and just basically said, I don't want to deal with this person anymore. I don't want to deal with this situation anymore. And just closed it off and hardened our heart. And I remember a while back I was reading a book by Wendy Blythe. Um, I think it's called You Are Loved. Or I Am Loved. And I remember sent her the analogy of the octopus. And I have an octopus sitting on my desk in, in my um, bedroom. That she talked about forgiveness being at like a tentacles of the octopus. That, you know, when the octopus catches its prey, it just wraps around the wraps around their prey with the tentacles. And she said that forget us being not forgiving people is like the tentacles wrapping around our hearts and creating that hardening of our hearts and squeezing the love that we have in our hearts out. So when you think about the octopus with the prey, the only person that you're hurting for not giving forgiveness is yourself. Because the other person probably doesn't even realize or you're just a blip in the screen for them. And I know it's hard to think about it because you want to feel like you, you matter. You want to feel like you are someone that has consequences in this world and that you, you, you want to be acknowledged and you want to be seen and you want to be heard. But going back to the octopus, think about the octopus when it's in the ocean. And if it's not going after a prey, its its tentacles are flowing behind them freely in the water and helping them propel forward. And that's what I want. I want that the being propelled forward, and I want to let go of all the hardness in my heart. As I was doing the study this morning, even though I said I was behind, I felt like this was, I may be behind, but I was behind because of a reason. And I knew as I was reading this study this morning, that the reason was there had been some hardness in my heart for some friends who I felt like they just kind of got a new set of friends and they just weren't acknowledging me or just, you know, everything. And, you know, and I always had tried to be there for them. But then I realized that maybe there's something in me that's not forgiving them. Maybe it's something that's hard in my heart against them. And as I am, as I was sitting there, outside beautiful day outside uh, North Carolina it was like 60s 70s which is unusual in May in the mornings 
I was sitting there and I was listening to the watching the cats play and and doing my devotional and hearing the wind going through the leaves and just basically just enjoying being outside. God put upon my heart to text message and to pray, to pray for a particular friend. Uh, this is a friend that we've kind of lost touch with each other. And I'll admit the last time we actually sat down to dinner, I did say some harsh words because I was come from coming from a place of hurt. And it wasn't that I meant it to come across as hurting her. But then I realized as I was talking, realized this morning that maybe what I said hurt her, which I wanted to tell her how much I was hurt by what had happened. But instead of inflicting and saying, I was, I was, I kept saying, well, you did this and you did that. And it, God laid it upon my heart to pray for this relationship, pray for this friendship. So I prayed and I sat there and I, next couple of devotionals I went through because I, like I've said, I'm trying to get up, get caught up. It kept, God kept laying on my heart. This particular friend's name and throughout the devotions for the next couple of times that I was able to get some stuff done. He kept praying on my heart, praying on my heart, praying on my heart. I'm like, okay. So I texted her and I texted her. I said, Hey, I just want to let you know. I said, I just felt led by God today um, to what I said. I just want to let you know that it, God laid upon my heart to pray for you and to reach out for you. I don't know what's going on, but I just felt God telling me to pray and to reach out. I don't need to know what's going on because isn't that the thing? We're also caught up on the, oh, the gossip. What happened to here? So what happened to this? And we're also caught up in that, that sometimes we need to realize that we don't need to know the circumstances. We just need to hear and hinder the word of God. And so I laid it upon my heart that laid it upon, I put in the text message that God had laid it upon my heart to text her and to reach out to her. And within minutes, and normally this does not happen with this particular friend, she messaged me back and it was just a, like a big monkey got lifted off my shoulder. It was like this big cloud was raised. And, and I just knew that this was the first step into rebuilding and, and, and building a better friendship. Because we always said that we were going to be the good, the bad, the ugly friend with each other. Meaning that we could cry. We would go through everything. But... I just felt left behind because she has gone into such amazing things in her life that sometimes you lead the people that have been there all along to support you behind. Not because you don't want them to come along the journey with you. It's just that we tend to forget to make time for friends who have been there before. And I honestly am guilty of that. I am much better sitting here in the block cabin going to work or are watching TV. I'm so guilty about watching TV and not doing anything, not wanting to get out uh, and be around people. And so going on, it says, when life gets hard, let your heart stay soft. Let your thoughts stay true. Don't fill your thoughts in gaps or fill in the gaps with worst case scenarios. And uh, y'all, I am, hi, my name is Melissa. I am so guilty of that. 
if something's going on in my mind and I'm anxious and I'm worried about it, my mind goes to the worst case scenario. Never fails. Don't assume what others are thinking, which I'm really bad about that because I'm so scared of being judged. And, and then listen to your discernment. If something feels off, untrue, ask questions, verify answers, and realize that sometimes people aren't honest, but then realize that some people are honest and that there are all authentic people in this world. And y'all, I just, it just prayed on my heart. And then the very next one said, when you're tempted to judge her, and I'm like, uh-oh, here comes another one speaking right to me. And it said, Philippians 4, 5, let your gentleness, gentleness be evident to all. And how oftentimes are we so caught up in conversations in the heat of the moment that we don't speak calmly. We don't have a gracious word come out of our mouth. We immediately go back to the, on the defensive instead of just letting people share what they want to share and not taking it to heart and not taking it like it's a personal attack on yourself. I'm so guilty of that. And it goes on to say, we don't know, have to know the details of other stories, but we can be gentle with them when they cross our paths. Instead of our first reaction on being to label the person's behavior based on what she's doing right now, pray for her based on what she's probably facing right now. And that stopped me in my tracks. I'm like, you know, a lot of times on social media, everything is very highlight reel. Um, I try to be as authentic as possible, but I admit that sometimes I look at what others are posting and I'm like, well, I need to start posting like this. And I realize I can't. Um, and that's when I get drugged at, drugged into the tr trenches because I just feel like things get heavy on my heart. I'm not as good as this person. This person has so many likes on theirs. I have hardly any and that just made me think, wow, you know, that person may have 50 likes on a post, on a picture, or a, a, a thousand, or more than that. But what is that person really going through in their life? Maybe that, that God sent those 100 likes to them because that's what they needed in their life. Maybe God didn't send the 100 likes to me because I didn't need the validation on social media. I need the validation in real life. Whereas that person, maybe social media is the only thing that is getting them through the day. Um, which really, really like, oh my gosh, I it just hit me. And it says, we may not be able to help the whole world be a better place today, but we can help the ones God places in front of us right now. And judgment can end with us when greatness flows through us. So show a little less judgment and a little more Jesus today. And it just kind of shocked me. I was like, whoa, I can see this now. I can see this now. This is me. And this is what I'm going through. And I thank God that he led me to these particular devotions this morning. And like I said, it was day 17, which is supposed to be in April 26th and Today, when I'm recording this, it's actually May 17th, I think. Hold on. May 18th is actually. So, I'm recording this on a Thursday. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a little behind. But I also feel like it was because it was all in God's timing. So, with that said, I want to leave you with one more verse that goes along with what we talked about. It was also in the devotionals as well. And let me see if I can find it. 
Colossians 4, 6. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. Conversations full of grace. And I feel like, and I hope you feel this as well, that when you tune in to Chats in the Blog Cabin, that these conversations are full of grace. That there is no judgment when I ask the questions. There's only, you have a story to tell, and you're being seen, and you're being heard. And a lot of the times, I'm going to toot my own horn for a second. A lot of times when I get off a conversation and I get off a chat with somebody and we're waiting for it to download and, you know, we're just like, well, okay, I'll let them know when the, when the conversation will be up and everything. They always come back and say, thank you so much for actually listening to what I had to say because they don't know what we're going to talk about when we, they get on. They know sort of what we're going to talk about. Um, I do send out like little talking points, maybe five or six talking points, but I want the conversation to flow authentically as possible. So most of the time, if you notice, there may be a little glitch here and there. It's because I don't edit any of these. I want it to be authentic because in, in, in the real world, you can't edit something. You can't edit a conversation that somebody's having with you. You can't say, that, oh, stop, let's do that again. No, you can't do that. You have to be as authentic as possible. And I tell them that when they first come on, that this is what's going to happen unless we have a very huge technical glitch. This conversation is going to be free-flowing. And the commercial, I go ahead and put it up as well because it's a nonprofit that I really love. Sometimes I do have to add in an ad if I'm going through um, Anchor. I do post an ad here and there just so I can earn a little bit of money. But, y'all... Those people, when they get off the conversation with me, and even their publicist comes back and says, they love it because I'm actively listening to what they have to say. And I'm taking notes as they're, at, as they're telling me their story. And as we're going through the conversation, if you ever go over to YouTube, Chats from the Blog Cabin on YouTube, and watch these conversations with people that I have, you will notice that sometimes I look down and it's because I'm scribbling something so I can remember to come back to it and ask the question. Because it's important for people to be heard. It's important for people to tell their story. And every conversation that you hear from Chats from the Blog Cabin had been conversation that's been authentically made. Conversations that people, I'm actively listening to what they have to say so that I can ask them follow-up questions. So that I can glean from what they have learned in their life. Everybody can learn something from somebody. And it's only when we stop learning and close our ears and stop actively listening and start judging people is when we start having that hard heart. So I want you to soften your heart today. I want you to open up to somebody. I want you to go to your next door neighbor who you may not know. Do you talk to the lady at the, the grocery store who's checking you out? Um, I want you to, if you still check out, you don't know if that happens. I want you to talk to maybe your teenager who gets off the bus or the bus driver whoever listens or someone that you work with have an active conversation with them invite an old friend out for lunch and say hey or coffee and say hey you know what we haven't chatted in a while let's let's meet up for lunch and y'all be authentic about it i think one of the reasons why i felt so left out was because i wanted the connection one-on-one -on -one. and i'm okay with all right you invite me to a group but if I'm reaching out to you, I don't want to be invited to a group thing. I want to be invited as you're 
our time is priority together and that we haven't had time together. So I wanted it to be one-on-one -on -one conversations because I feel like we glean more. Not to say that people in, in the conversation in a group don't glean from each other. But when you haven't seen a friend in a long time and they say, oh, we need to catch up. Yeah, we do. And then you ask them to all these group events that you have going on. You're like, eh, you know, maybe that's not what where they feel comfortable about. Maybe that's not their comfort zone. Maybe they would rather talk to you one-on-one -on -one and then slowly ease them into the group. Because, y'all, everybody needs to be seen. Everybody needs to be heard. Everybody's story is worth telling. So, guys, just listen. Be active listeners. And when, when something isn't right in your world, let people know. Because I am so bad about that as well. I don't let people know when things aren't right in my world. And it makes a difference. It makes a huge difference because that forgive unforgiveness is just around your heart and you close off people, you close off things, you close yourself off to new experiences and everything. So y'all open your heart, have gracious words, have a pure heart, let your heart be soft, let your gentleness, gentleness be evident to all. And most importantly, be blessed and keep chatting until the next chat from the block heaven. Bye.